Hi everyone, it's Chris and Margaret from Beyond the Miles. And we are going to talk today about post-run nutrition. Definitely, I think, a good follow-up to an episode we had a few weeks ago about you know nutrition during your run. So I am excited to learn more about this because I don't know about y'all, but you know, when you get home from your run, a lot of times it's like life begins. If you have kids, then it's like getting them ready for school and getting, you know, a start on your day. And it can be really easy to kind of let that slide. So I, I think Margaret is going to have some pretty compelling information that will help us prioritize our nutrition after we run. Yes. Hi, everyone. So, yes, Chris is right. And I feel like my main goal today is to get everyone to eat something after their runs within a pretty quick, within a pretty quick time of finishing them. So within 30 minutes, if you guys listen to the episode several weeks ago on pre pre run nutrition, then this is similar in that I think it's really, really important to get something in after your run. And I like to tell people your run is not over until you have gotten your, your, your post run fuel in. So there's two windows that I'm going to talk about, and that's 30 minutes after your run and 90 minutes after your run. So I'm already thinking that some of you are thinking, what about easy runs? <laughs> so I do recommend getting something in after your easy runs as well, but definitely, definitely, definitely after your more intense workouts after easy runs, still try to get in a little something, but this is, this is mostly about after your hard runs and your long runs. Um, I definitely eat after all my easy easy runs as well, just because why not? You benefit so much from it. So pre-run, if you guys remember, you're eating carbs, you're eating not much fiber and little to no fat because you want something easy on your stomach. Post-run nutrition, believe it or not, is also primarily carbs. A lot of people just want to get in protein after their runs because they know that protein helps your muscles recover. But studies actually show that carbs plus protein helps even more. And the carbs are the way more important thing for endurance athletes and runners. So don't be afraid to get in those carbs. And I'm going to delve into numbers and all of that. <laughs> so I think I just mentioned with recovery nutrition, you want to eat within 30 minutes of finishing your run. Delaying that does two main things that you don't want. You deplete your glycogen stores. So you have glycogen stored in your liver and in your muscles, but particularly in your muscles, you're depleting that with your run. So you want to you want to replenish those immediately and you delay muscle repair. So both of these things result in fatigue, increased risk of injury, 
decreased muscle mass, impaired immunity, and irritability. So all things that we don't want. <laughs> um, I like working with runners on planning their food throughout the day. So you guys probably know if you've been listening to this that I, I often say view your food as fuel. So say you're eating a certain amount of calories throughout the day, try to get in a lot of those calories around your run. So running can suppress your appetite quite a bit. So what I don't like to see is people getting up, not eating, going on their run, coming home. They're not hungry because their run just suppressed their appetite. And then they don't eat all morning. And then they don't eat breakfast. They have a small lunch. And then they get in all their calories later in the day. So if they would have come home, eaten a good post-run recovery meal, and then eaten normally the rest of the day, they, they probably would have ended up with the same amount of calories is where I'm going with this. And they would have lost their chance to help their muscles repair and recover. And they would have lost their chance to replenish their glycogen stores. So they're setting themselves up for injury and probably eating really crappy foods later in the day because they're all of a sudden starving. <laughs> so this is me trying to convince you how important it is to get in this nutrition. Yeah. So what, like, what does this look like? Because, you know, I, I really do try, but there's just so much to do in the morning. I'm not going to lie. Like, and, and I'm getting better because, you know, you have, you have to prioritize it, I think. And we won't get into the mental stuff right now, but like, Mentally, you have to prioritize your nutrition, but gosh, like I get home and, you know, work emails and errands and appointments and life just happens. And all of a sudden, it's really easy to look at your clock and see that <laughs> it's noon and maybe you've had a little bit to eat, but, you know, doing simple math you know that it's it's not the numbers that you need for proper recovery. So give us some ideas. Like, what does this look like? How, like, how do we do this? Yes. So <laughs> you can be super type A and prepare some meals beforehand. If you're like Press and me who have kids and you get home and it's craziness and you have kids and you're working and it's really, really hard to get nutrition in or anything in and you have a small time frame where you're getting kids to school you can prepare food beforehand so we do like overnight oats or um yogurt bowls we'll add granola and fruit um overnight oats will sometimes add peanut butter too you can do a smoothie you can pre-make some of your smoothie by like having some stuff in the freezer and then some stuff in the fridge throw it all together. Um, so sometimes I'll do multiple things like that on Sunday, just so that my week is prepared for me to get home and eat breakfast with my kids and get them to school. And you could also just do 
really, really easy thing to do is chocolate milk. So oh. chocolate, so, so what you want to have, and I, I don't think I said this yet, but what you really, really are going for is a three to one ratio of carbs to protein. So carbs are super important, like I said, to replenish those glycogen stores. If you don't do this, you're going to feel way more sore the next day. You're going to not feel as good for your workout that's two days later. So viewing food as fuel and what it can do for you is just so beneficial. And just to get into a little more of the science behind all of this, I'm just going to delve into a little bit about what glycogen and protein do and um, just to convince you guys how important this is. So glycogen is carbohydrates stored in muscles and in your liver, but we're mainly talking about the muscles. Endurance training and running depletes glycogen stores and delaying eating post-run by just two hours reduces the rate of glycogen synthesis by 50%. So that's huge. Don't delay eating. <laughs> that's just by two hours. This will make your next run feel more difficult and is the main cause of fatigue. And then by adding protein to carbs after your run, you restock your glycogen stores even faster. And then just a little note on protein post run. So you want to stop muscle breakdown and repair muscle damage. That's your goal with nutrition after you run. You have to get plenty of protein in to do that. So runners need about 20 to 35 grams of protein post run in order to stimulate muscles to fully recover and repair. And then by adding carbs to protein after running, muscle protein synthesis and therefore recovery increases by about 35%. So it's the combo of the carbs and the protein together that's really important. And my chocolate milk example also is, re is hydrating. So you're getting a liquid, you're getting carbs, you're getting that perfect carb to protein ratio. So that's why that's, that's why you sometimes will see runners drinking chocolate milk. And then I push chocolate milk even over regular milk because it has more carbs <laughs> and it has those simple carbs from the chocolate. So it's those simple carbs get into your system much faster. So if you're, you know, really trying to get this in, in this 30 minute window and you're running out of time, it's just so easy to drink your carbs. Um, and then I also want to note estimated grams of carbs to optimize protein synthesis after a run is to get in a minimum of 0.5 grams of carbs per pound of body weight. So half of your body weight is the amount of grams and carbs that you should be getting in post run. And that's, that's just in that 30 minute window. So you, this is literally like a snack <laughs> and it, it should not even count as part of a meal. Um, it's, this is your recovery. So don't look at it as a meal. Pre-run nutrition is fueling for your run. Post-run 30 minutes later is your recovery for your run. And then within 90 minutes, you want to get in a meal. So you're eating a lot <laughs> in the morning if you're training and if you're recovering well and using the using nutrition how how i think that you should use it and how to best support your running so 
before I even ask this, I, I know that this is a whole nother podcast, but uh, Margaret, it seems like everybody that I talk to, and honestly, it's not my runner friends so much, I don't think, but um, other friends and coworkers and stuff are really into this um, intermittent fasting. <laughs> so I just feel like it's so hard right now to synthesize so many mixed messages out there about being healthy. And so I was just hoping you could maybe, if there is anyone listening who, who does intermittent fasting, if, if you might have a message to them that might help them see how that might not maybe be the best strategy for running. Yes. So those words make me cringe, but um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, no offense if you do intermittent fasting. Um, I, I just, I have worked with a lot of people who do it and a lot of people who have been scarred by it as well. But like Chris said, that is probably an episode for another day. I will say if you are glued to your intermittent fasting and you're a runner and you just cannot give that up, don't stop listening. I have advice for you. My recommendation would be if you're going to insist on doing that, um, try to get in so if you're doing your like 12 hour fasting window or whatever it is, however long it is, plan your fasting to be not around the time you're running. So get in, have your eating window be start with your pre-run nutrition if you're a morning runner and get all your pre and post run fuel in and have your fasting window some other time. So if that's doable, then I think you're at least setting yourself up for success with recovering well and recovering from your runs and using nutrition how you should with running. Does that answer your question? It does. Because I I think a lot of us who are runners, like we, we also like want to be healthy and you know you do hear these messages and you talk to people who say i've never felt better i feel so energetic it's you know the best thing i've done and you start wondering especially like when you're you know getting up at like 4 30 in the morning and and eating and and then if you do have a family or a job or, or anything where you're maybe you're not having dinner until you know, later because it's life, right? That you're like, gosh, you know, my eating window is huge. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I guess it's like, what are you prioritizing? And if it's running, then if, yeah, if you're going to do it, then you need to definitely plan, plan it around your running so that you can get your nutrition in. Yeah, it's hard when your schedules are like ours with kids and early mornings and late nights and all that. Um, But I don't recommend intermittent fasting regardless. So, um, but if, yes, if you're glued to it, that would be my recommendation to try. Or maybe, maybe if you're glued to it, 
you could also consider still having your pre and post run nutrition and then having your other eating windows at other times. I don't know. Um, so <laughs> sorry for that question that answered for yeah. some people but then yeah so I think kind of summary well I'll throw in this too I talked about this a, a couple weeks ago with um the long run fueling and recovering from long runs and just another thing you can do to help recovery is to drink tart cherry juice and so the benefits of that would be tart cherry cherry juice is known for reducing inflammation reducing muscle soreness faster recovery better sleep so maybe have a glass before bed and i was about to say instead of your glass of wine but i'm not gonna take take away your wine if you don't if you want your wine but you could have like six ounces of tart cherry juice (laughs) six ounces of wine Um, yeah (laughs) sure um it has antioxidant properties and helps with immunity so it's beneficial for a lot of reasons. And then um, kind of just a summary of all of this is recovery. Like the four things I think about with recovery are repair muscle with protein, replenish glycogen stores with carbs, rehydrate with fluid and electrolytes. And then I didn't mention this, but this kind of just goes without saying refuel with antioxidants in the form of fruits and veggies. So just trying to get in, especially when you're training enough fruits and vegetables to support immunity, really. Um, so I'm, I'm pushing carbs constantly, but I don't want to forget to mention the importance of fruits and veggies as well. So repair, replenish, rehydrate, and refuel. And I think that's all I have for today. Great. Well, thanks again for joining us and definitely check out our website and some of our products and services. We're at beyond-miles.com and that's hard to remember with the dash. I always think dash like run fast, dash, dash, dash. Um, But yeah, check out our website and we'll have more episodes soon. So Happy running. Thanks. Bye.